0: They're taking her gerbs. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, besties? This is Danny J, and I'm doing a solo episode. Um, I mentioned on a couple of the past episodes I've been watching South Park lately, and there's uh, there was one episode about AI taking the jobs. And we're going to talk about a- AI. <laughs> and it was a guy saying, They're taking her gerbs. So you might have heard all about this AI talk lately maybe you haven't i don't know if you haven't uh, maybe you haven't been paying attention to some things on the social media or online but it is a big deal maybe if you didn't hear about ai artificial inte- intelligence you might have been hearing about chat gpt and that is one i'm going to specifically talk about today there's so many kinds of ai out there and i just wanted to get into it because uh, i just got back from a 3 week trip to greece and was chatting with a videographer friend of mine. And then there was another gal and we were talking about AI and how he's using AI and how these new things are coming out for video. And the girl goes, oh my God, it's so scary. And we're like, well, what's so scary? She goes, I don't know. But even Elon Musk is saying it's really scary and I'm not using that. I'm not touching it. And so I feel like it's really, really important to educate ourselves to know what is scary, what is, could be harmful about AI, and then how can we use it to our advantage and to help us. And it's out there, right? It's like the internet in, I don't know, 1989. I remember when it came out, I was a little bit nervous. I'm not really big on technology. <laughs> I laugh now because I, I remember this saying, I'm never going to get a computer. I didn't want to like succumb to the technology. And here we are using computers in our hands every single day Um, our phones our computers and it's it's wild so the thing is we're not going to be able to get around ai it's already out there so i would rather learn how to use it learn how it could take our jobs and how we can make use of this tool um, for the betterment of ourselves our society and maybe our jobs and our work and maybe even make money from it so i wanted to share those things and I will also caveat with the dangers of it, um, things to look out for, and then I'll also give you some resources that you can do a little more research on your own and and make your own conclusion when it comes to that and whether or not you want to use it. And to be honest, I don't think there's any getting around it, so let's just get in front of it. So first off, um, let's just start with what AI is. AI stands for artificial intelligence. Now, what the hell does that even mean? Of course, I googled it. And basically, it is a simulation of human intelligent uh, processes, uh, learning. So specific applications mean, meaning like language, um, they call this machine learning. And it's, how would I explain it? It's, It's how we teach computers to do things. And now what AI is doing is it's able to make logical conclusions and figure out a solution to a problem without being told what that solution is to begin with. So there is this, um, I guess we call it a software called ChatGPT. And ChatGPT has taken a number of intelligence tests that we use in our like schooling system, like the SATs, the um, GREs, the, I don't know what other test, the bar exam. And I'm scrolling down on this article, Business Insider, it says a list of exams chat GPT has passed so far. So it passed the bar exam, um, it scored in the 10th percentile Meaning that it scored above 90% of people. So it's still making some mistakes, but it has learned enough that it can score in the 10th percentile on the bar exam. It took the SAT with a reading and writing score of 710 out of 800, which puts it in the 93rd percentile. Crazy. So this is a computer taking the test. Um, It, let's see, in the math section, it earned 700 out of 800. So it was the 89th percentile. Basically, It's scoring at genius level scores, being a computer. It took the GRE, um, it said this: the GRE is the graduate record exam. Um, It scored in the 99th percentile on the verbal and the 80th percentile on quantitative section, only the 54th percentile in the writing. And so it's actually been working. There's ChatGPT3 and now there's ChatGPT4 and ChatGPT4 is upgraded and it's actually scoring even higher than it did before. It took the national science competition exam. It's it's crushing all of these exams, scoring and then it scored 99th to 100th percentile um, on the biology one, AP exams, passed all of those. I mean, it's pretty wild what these things can do. So that being said, what the hell good is it for us? And what is it? So ChatGPT is actually, if you go to open. Or sorry, chat.openai.com. It's a free site. And if I'm, I should have verified this before I jumped on here. Um, I believe Elon Musk and a group is behind this. Don't quote me on that. I will definitely have to check. But they wanted to make this open sourced, meaning it's not put behind a paywall, um, it's not run by a big company, this is open, meaning anyone can use it, and it's also free. So while it was free, and it kind of rolled out a few months ago, I know it was crashing a lot because a lot of people were jumping on it, and then they created a paid version, I think it was like $20 a month, and you you can get a little bit faster and make sure it doesn't crash. Um, when I first jumped on it, I was like, okay, this is just like Google, I guess I was a little confused on what you could do. Like you could basically ask it a question. Let's say, um, I don't know. Uh, this is an example of something I, I did in Greece. Where's the best place? Where's the best islands to go in Greece? Now, if you write, where's the best islands to go in Greece in Google, you're going to get a bunch of links to articles right? You'll get articles that have been written by a bunch of different people. And you can start on the first one and just read all those. With ChatGPT, it will give you an answer. So I actually used this to kind of plan some of my um, Greece trip. And I'm trying to look through my um, history of questions I asked. It keeps, I mean, it keeps your history for the most part. Um, I asked, what are the best beaches in Paros? And it gave me a list of beaches, reasons why they're good, reasons why you might want to go. I asked about Mykonos, where's the best beach clubs to go to. I asked about the best islands and it listed five islands and then reasons why they're good or better. And it was always very... Um, uh, politically correct. It was like, you might like this one, but if you, you know, if you're family friendly, you might want this one instead, which was very interesting and very helpful. So how is this helpful? Well, I can tell you so many things I've used this for already. It is wild, wild. So I want to share as a personal trainer or someone in the online space, how this can be helpful for, for you, why you need to know about it, how you can help it, how you can make it uh, make your business easier. What kind of things you can use it for? So first, you got to create an account. Go to chat.openai.com or just Google Chat GPT, and it's probably one of the first links. And you create your account, um, and literally it's fun to just play around with for a while to make lists of things so my first thing I'm trying to see I actually the first thing I did was I asked it to create a four-week running plan for five or four-week 5k running plan for a 41 year old woman so uh Courtney my daughter and the producer of the show and I were going to run a 5k and we wanted to do it in four weeks which spoiler alert took us five months to do it um but I wasn't sure how to get started. So I asked and it showed me week one, 15 minutes of light jogging, followed by body weight squats, t- you know, Tuesday rest, Wednesday, 20 minutes of jog, Thursday rest. And it gave me this entire running plan, which I thought was really, really cool. So that was my first little play around with it. Um, and then I started having fun with it. I had it write raps. I had it write songs for me. Um... And I also had it just give me some ideas for talks. A friend of mine was doing a TED talk, and I said, write me a five-minute TED talk on how hairstylists can change the world, because that was the title of her talk. And honestly, y'all, it was a great talk. (laughs) We had worked on her talk for weeks and weeks, and this spit out within seconds a really decent talk that we didn't use fully, but it was great to have the ideas. So brainstorming, using it for brainstorming, using it to write programs is amazing. It's pretty incredible how fast it can work. And when I say fast, I mean within seconds. When I asked it to write me a workout or a running plan, a running program, it took seconds to write this program out. And it was step by step by step. So I wrote a little um, talk on adapting to change I asked it to write a short talk on it just out of curiosity. Um, I was asking it questions on trusted, um, trusted professionals in the workplace. I asked it to write me 10 hooks on psilocybin mushrooms to use for TikTok. So a hook is basically just a bold statement to get people to watch or read or do something longer so i was using it for hooks for TikTok for reels and that was really incredible and um, i actually have a talk coming up in august for a group of school teachers and superintendents and i had the idea for the talk but it didn't have a title and so i wrote out what the idea of my talk was i said here's the idea i'm speaking to superintendents on burnout and um finding joy and please give me 10 examples of titles. Came up with beautiful titles for my talks. Was so easy. I was able to send it back to the person who's hiring me. She loved it. We picked out the title and that made it so much easier for me to know what my talk was about. So funny enough, I actually asked ChatGPT to give me a list. I wrote what are 25 ways chat GPT can be used to help a personal trainer with their online training business from building workout plans to marketing? Now, this is one of the ways before I even go on is (laughs) you ask it to brainstorm ideas, or you can even ask it how it can help you. And it's telling me how it can help you. So it gave me 25 ways. I'm going to share some of them with you. I'm not going to share all 25 because some of them I kind of already have gone over. But some ways that I've used it, some ways I think you can use it. Take this in personal training or any business you do. You can ask it very specific questions. Um, My boyfriend actually had it write a business plan for a ketamine clinic, and it wrote out an entire business plan, including budgets, including hiring. It was unbelievable. I mean, we've just been having fun with this, just coming up with scenarios to see what it can do, and it is pretty freaking miraculous, I got to say. So the 25 ways, I'm going to read some of them. One, building a personalized workout plan. This is crazy, y'all. I used to spend so many hours writing workout plans for clients. You can literally type in, um, you want a progressive workout plan for a woman aged 35 with uh, knee pain, four days a week. And it will come up with a four day a week workout plan for this person that avoids hurting their knees. This is going to make your job so much easier. And I'm gonna tell you this right now. So this is the like plus what it can do. The negative of what it can do is When the general population starts learning about this, they might do it themselves. So right now, while this tool is a little bit on the down low and not everyone knows how to use it and the general population probably doesn't know how to use it, this is when you can use it to streamline your workload and make things so much easier. At the very least, you can have it, write it, and then you go through, you edit it, you fix a few things and you send it off to your client. This will save you freaking hours hours. And I'm telling you, it's good. It's not garbage stuff, which is crazy. I'm like, oh, this is actually better than some of the stuff I would have come up with. Or it would have taken me hours to come up with the same kind of thing that came up within minutes. So writing the workout plans for your your customers or clients. Customized workout plans based on their goals, their fitness level, and their available equipment. So you can even say, write a personalized workout plan three days a week for a 35-year-old woman with knee pain who can only work out at home, or who is working out at the gym, or who XYZ, like you can make this very specific and it will generate a plan according to those specifics. Not only that, it can even generate it in a table format. So you can say, put in a table format and then it'll put it like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like in boxes, which is really wild. It can also provide exercise demonstrations. So you can say, write out this program and then add exercise videos and it will describe and provide video links to dis- to demonstrate the specific exercises in proper form. So one of the things I used to do was I'd have to, I'd write out my workout plan and then I'd have to go to YouTube, type in an exercise, copy and paste the link and try to figure out which links demonstrated that exercise that will do it for you. Fast, easy. This is going to save so much time, y'all. Um, it will also help answer fitness related questions. So your clients can do this, but I wouldn't necessarily use this as a like as the trainer, um, the clients can ask ChatGPT about nutrition, exercise, injury prevention, and that kind of stuff. Um, it can also offer nutritional guidance and meal plans. So, this was something else I did. You can write write me a weight loss plan or a twelve hundred calorie or eighteen hundred calorie plan for a thirty five year old woman for five days a week. Blah blah blah. Whatever you want it to be, and it will write out a meal plan for you. Then, because it's learning, machine learning, the last prompt that it took, you can add to that. So then after it writes the meal plan, you can say, create a grocery list from this meal plan. And then it will just spit out a grocery list of the thing that your clients need to shop for. That is something I used it for. actually I hired someone this year right before going to Greece to do some nutrition programming for me. I wanted to kind of get back on track and get in, be- in better health this year. That's kind of been my goal. And he sent me the meal plan and it was a lot of freaking recipes. And I was like, oh my God, how am I going to figure out this and go shop for everything? Because I was trying to break the recipes apart. And I go, oh wait, ChatGPT." I copied and pasted all of the recipes into it. And then I typed underneath, create a grocery list out of these recipes. And it literally told me everything i need to do i went to the store and made it so simple so you can make it simple for your clients to give them an extra bonus by giving them a grocery list so they don't have to do that part super super easy oh my god it's wild you can create home workout routines i already kind of mentioned that so if they're doing um if they only have home equipment you can make that really easy you can tailor workouts for specific needs like if they have medical conditions or specific goals like weight loss or muscle gain. Um, You can also offer fitness challenges. So it can provide weekly or monthly fitness challenges. Like you can ask it. uh, Create a 10-day fitness challenge for, you know, these women aged 25 to 35 um, that focuses on the glutes or something. So you can make a glutes challenge. I mean, this is doing so much of the work for you guys, like so much. You kind of... you. The main thing you have to come up with is the prompt, how to ask it the right question to give you the result that you want. And that is the science behind this. Um, there's already jobs coming out now called prompt engineers, where literally people are being hired to create the right prompts and the right questions to get the results that they want from ChatGPT. Because it, the only way that I see it limited is trying to figure out how to ask it in the right way to get what you want. That's much problem I'm having is just asking it the right questions. And the only way I've seen solutions to this is just testing it. I've been asking it a lot of different questions. I actually asked it to write a rap song about a 16-year-old girl who got pregnant in high school and gave her daughter up for adoption, who later found the daughter, and the daughter became the podcast producer of the show. And y'all, it was the cutest song. It rhymed. It was wild. That was the story of my life. I was like, write a rap about this. And it I'll have to find it and share it. I'll have to look through here to see if it's still here. But Uh, exercise modifications. It can suggest alternative exercise um, modifications for something that someone's struggling with. So you can even write your workout plan and then just say and, and add to the bottom, write this workout plan and add workout modifications so you don't have to write two different plans for people. It can create workout playlists, music playlists, You can do music playlists to match different kinds of workouts. You can do a workout playlist for, I don't know, a um, spin class. You could do a workout playlist for a step class. I don't know if anyone does step classes anymore. Again, lists, all kinds of lists, super fun. It can offer stretching routines, write a stretching routine, a recovery routine for a marathon training program. So it will help you stretching the right muscles if you're training for a marathon. It can help assist with your client's scheduling. So you can have it send reminders. And I don't know how to do this part, but I'm sure I can figure it out with the chat prompt. Send reminders for upcoming sessions. It can assist with rescheduling. It's the Like I said earlier, the limits to this are really only in your prompting. Um, I do know, and I found this recently, that there's like plugins so you can plug it into, I think, your calendar. You can plug it into a couple different things so that it will work together. Um, developing social media content. This is for you. Let's say you are a prenatal coach. You help women win fitness when they're pregnant. You can ask it to create 10 engaging social media posts for women who are in pregnancy looking to maintain their health or whatever it is. And it will come up with 10 ideas. Then you can take those 10 ideas and say, now write a caption for each of the ideas. It will write the caption for you. You can say, you can ask it for a hook for each of those so you can do a reel. Y'all, it can make social media content planning so easy. All you have to do is ask it to put the ideas out for you and then you just gotta do the recording and say it and copy and paste the captions. Now, the question I know some people ask is, well, will it just sound like a robot? Will it sound generic? It can, but back to the learning, it can learn your voice. So you can take your last 10 posts that you wrote in your voice, copy and paste them and say, please write captions, like this style, like in this style of and then copy and paste your um, captions that you've already written. So it will learn your voice, it will learn how to speak like you do, and it will sound just like you. You can also even write um, write a caption in a funny tone and it will somehow I don't even understand it, but it makes it funny. You can give it the kind of tone you want. You can even say, um, write the negative implications of, Let's just say chat GPT and then put a pod- positive spin on it. So it will start with a negative argument and then put a positive spin on the end. So there are ways in marketing you can say, write the negative. I've seen this, um, these peptides, uh, the shots, I forgot, Wegovi or something, sem- semaglutide write the negative aspects of this thing and then end with a positive spin or you can write the positive and end with a negative spin you can do this with marketing so you can kind of hook people into reading your content super super gangster uh writing blog articles if you're trying to get seo on your site and you're like i'm not a blogger but i know i need to write you can have it write a blog article for you you can have it write a blog article in a funny tone you can have it write a blog article in your voice you can have it write 20 blog articles and then just post one a day so that you're getting content up all the time. It's amazing. You can have it write your email uh, subject lines. Say, give me 10 subject lines for this email and just write the, copy and post the email, copy and paste the email, and it can pick, think of a subject line for you. You can even have it write the email for you. I'm going to say that I feel like copywriters are going to be out of a job for the most part. Copywriting here is so good and so fast. If a copywriter can really learn how to harness this and use it, it's gonna make their job infinitely easier and more valuable. Um, But just coming up with content alone is gonna be really hard for for a writer. This is gonna take a lot of, uh, I don't wanna say it's gonna take a lot of writing jobs away, but I think it's gonna really vastly change the field of writing. Um, writing books. Like it can write a book. It's literally crazy. Um, What else? And analyzing client feedback. So if you get a survey, maybe you survey your customer base, you can put the answers into ChatGPT and it can analyze that for you, identify areas of improvement, gauge gauge satisfaction levels, and make data-driven decisions. These are just a few of the things you could do in your business, like starting right away with chat GPT. Those are all the exciting things. Those are all the fun things. So I wanted to share all that because I think it's super important to know how to use it. Now personally, share with you how I used it personally um, besides the one that I shared on the making a grocery list. I did use it to plan my vacation just for fun. Um, I think Jeff typed in something about planning a foodie tour when in Athens, Greece, where to go. And it literally gave an itinerary. It's like Friday morning, go to this place for breakfast and order this. For lunch, go to this place and order this. For dinner, go to this place and order this. And it told you the drinks to get, the food to get, like an itinerary of where to go and what to eat. Um, the beaches. We asked it which beaches to go to. We asked which uh, beach clubs to go to. And it nailed it. It literally nailed the right ones to go because we got recommendations from friends and it matched the recommendations from friends. Um, (laughs) At the wedding, my my friend got married and her dad was um, doing the service. Didn't know what to say. I had it write a wedding script for him And then we made a couple edits just for things we didn't necessarily like. Like I now pronounce you husband and wife. We changed some of the little things. Um, They wanted to do something called a hand fasting ceremony, which I had never seen before and she had kind of seen. So I asked it to write a hand fasting script for the ceremony. And we pieced together the wedding ceremony and the hand fasting ceremony scripts. Super, super easy. So dad literally just went up and read the script and made a really beautiful wedding. It was pretty incredible. Um, let's see, what else have I used it for? I'm I'm looking through because it saves your history, your chat history. So I'm looking through what I uh, what else I have used it for. Um, examples of education. I wrote, what are some examples of characteristics that someone would consider a strength? I was working on a a workshop that included strength, so I was asking it for help, basically. I also wrote, what are 10 great podcast topic ideas for personal development podcast that focuses on women, body image, and communication? And it gave me a ton of podcast topics, which we may use in the best life. Um, And then for fun as well, with my boyfriend, we were joking around and I asked it to act as a life coach to help us um, communicate with each other. (laughs) So I said, act as a life coach and give me advice. My boyfriend doesn't want to go to bed at the same time I do. And we did this whole episode on this, right? But just for to be funny. And it wrote out, I can understand how difficult and frustrating it must be for you to not have this happen. And it went through how to communicate. It said, choose the right time and place, use I statements, be specific. And I just laughed and I read it to him. And you can literally ask it to be your life coach or be your counselor and give you advice. And to be honest, the advice it gives is pretty, pretty good. So um, I'm really excited about this tool. And I do want to share the maybe negative aspects of it. One I kind of mentioned, which is um, uh, being a writer that might be taking some kind of jobs away. Another one is when people start to learn about this, they may like they may want to create their own workout programs on their own. I still think there's room for coaching, for accountability, for help. I think that having a program is one thing, but having accountability and having um, a guide to help you is another. So I don't think that it's going to necessarily take that away from us and take away from coaching. Um, but I feel like it's going to change the world as far as education goes i have a friend who's a professor at unlv she's a political science professor and i said how are you even going to have people write their papers anymore like you can't trust that they're not using this because it can write a paper in two seconds like why would i i wish i had this in college holy cow would have made life so much easier she's like i can't and so from now on teachers are going to have to battle with this and my thought is the only way to really know if your students are paying attention and doing the work is for oral exams. They're going to have to speak and basically do oral presentations instead of written presentations. At least those are my thoughts. I I think it's going to change everything. There are some softwares out there that can kind of detect AI, they say. I don't know how well they work, but it will be interesting if you have kids, if you have kids, you know, from third grade and up that are writing because this is, they're going to learn about it and they're going to know. So, it's going to be super, super interesting. Um, and some of the things that I would be more worried about, I'm not gonna share. I'm gonna have you go to YouTube and type in Diary of a CEO AI episode. The This episode was, the guy was interviewing the ex-Google officer Mo Gaudot, I think is how you say his name. It was fascinating. Um, Look, the, the fear is that artificial intelligence is going to become smarter than us. It's already getting to that place. And the fear is that put in the wrong hands, it can do massive destruction. And there's no regulations on it right now. The reason Elon Musk was asking to put a pause on it was because he was afraid it was going to start getting out of hand. Because people could ask it questions like, show me how to blow up the world with, you know, $20 and uh, I don't know, a gallon of gasoline. And it could figure out how to do that. Like it can cause destruction. It could, in the wrong hands, it can end up really bad for us. The positives of it are, we hope that we can say, create a cure for cancer, create a cure for AIDS with what you know, and it will be able to come up with those things as well so the constraints are trying to figure out these these ethical dilemmas of what is okay to ask it what's not okay and how do we get the machine to not go down the path of destruction and to not end up destroying humanity so there's a whole lot of discussion around that which i'm not here to get into um but if you are interested and i i really do think you should look into it and just be made aware and know how it can be used and what people can use it for i would definitely watch that YouTube um, podcast, it's a podcast, you can probably hear it on Spotify or um, Apple, iTunes as well. Um, Diary of a CEO, just look up the AI episode, fascinating stuff. You can look up some things that Elon Musk has said, some concerns and fears that he has. But for now, I would say, use it to your advantage, use it to help your business, use it to speed things up. It's going to take a lot of time off, And scripts. The last thing I'm going to share that we can use positively, and Jill and I do this a lot, is you guys ask us a lot about communication questions. You can write, I wrote this, can you give me another script, but also let him know I'm sorry for what he's been going through, and I'm sure he's going to figure it out. And it wrote a script uh, based on empathy and helping somebody out. We (laughs) we also had a... uh, difficult situation come up in business and we needed to kind of write a nasty email but it needed to be still respectful and so we wrote out the scenario and we asked it to help write a response to the email and it wrote a beautiful response to an email that wasn't too emotional and it really got the point across so having it write scripts for you learning how to communicate Uh, Writing scripts for your TikToks, writing hooks for your TikToks or reels, writing captions for your reels, writing blogs, writing your programs. I mean, the list is exhaustive, non-exhaustive. I don't know if that's the right word. I'll have to ask it. But um, I'm still learning what I can use it for. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I would be really curious to hear what you've used it for to see if you've heard about it. And then if you haven't, if you go and play around with it, what do you think? So let me know. Um, I'm excited about it. And I'm also nervous about it for the reasons that have been shared. And I do really recommend you do some research. Look some of these things up. Don't let it um, freak you out because it's here. It's not going anywhere. So not using it isn't, I don't think is the way to go. Anyway, I hope this episode was valuable to you. And we will, if if it was, please share it with someone. If you think somebody who is in business needs to hear this or they've been talking about it and they said they've been scared, send them this episode too. I would appreciate it. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a review. We would love those reviews. I don't think I've seen any in a while. So please, please, please take 30 seconds out of your day. Leave us a five star and a quick review for other people to find us and we'll see you on the next episode.